0: And our chapter for today is the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 21. What a tremendous passage this is. And to properly understand it, we're going to have to go all the way back to the book of Exodus. But let's read the text. Now, when they drew near Jerusalem and came to Bethphag, Bethage, as it is said in English, at the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples saying to them, Go into the village opposite you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord has need of them, and immediately he will send them. All this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you lowly and sitting on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. So the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded. They brought the donkey and the colt, laid their clothes on them, and set him on them. And a great multitude spread their clothes on the road. Others cut down branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Then the multitudes who went before and those who followed cried out, saying, Hosianna, Hosianna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosianna in the highest. And when they had come into Jerusalem, All the city was moved, saying, Who is this? So the multitudes said, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth of Galilee. Now, I want us to properly understand what's going on here. And you can read in the other gospel accounts, and you'll see this is when the Lord Jesus came to Jerusalem in the week just before his crucifixion. It was the week of his crucifixion. And it was what we call the Lord's Day. It was the first day of the week prior to his crucifixion. Now, in Christianity, that is called Palm Sunday. But there is another name for this that is closer to the heart and more revealing as to the purpose why Jesus came. Now, I want to remind you in the Gospel of Luke, this is the time when it records as Jesus was coming down the hillside that he wept over the city of Jerusalem because he knew what was coming and he knew that they were going to reject him. Also, this is the season when Jesus entered in and the people were shouting, "Hosanna! God save, God save us.'" that the religious leaders of that day began to criticize his disciples and say, please tell the people to stop. And they went to Jesus and said, please tell the people to stop. And Jesus said to the religious leaders of that day, this is to fulfill what the scripture says, that if they were to be silent right now, even the stones would cry out. You see, it was Jesus' time. It was a special day. Now, in order for us to understand this day, we have to go all the way back to the book of Exodus. Remember, this is when the great day that was set aside for the day when the Lamb would be chosen. If you go back to the book of Exodus, chapter 12, it says, Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be the beginning of your months, and it shall be the first month of the year to you. Now this month was originally called Aviv, A-V-I-V, V is in victor. Now, sometimes in our Bibles, the B and the V are used interchangeably because the difference is many times just a dot in the bosom of the bait. You have the bait sound, the B sound, which is part of the uh, letter bait. And then you or Beth, as it is called, B-E-T-H in our language, with a soft T-H at the end. The modern Israeli pronunciation is bait, B-A-I-T, for instance, would be the way that you would say it and enunciate it in English. If you leave the dot out of the bosom of that Hebrew letter, then it becomes a V as in victor. Now, Aviv is the way it's pronounced in modern Hebrew. That's the month Abib in our Bibles, and it means spring. Aviv is the name of the first month of the year, and it is the word for spring. Many Israeli girls are named Aviv, Aviv, because it is the springtime when God gave them a girl. Now, this was the name of the month in the Hebrew Bible to you come to the time of the Babylonian captivity. When the Jews went into captivity, they began to speak the language of Chaldea, of Mesopotamia. They began to speak the language which was the language of that day, Aramaic. And when they came back from captivity during the Persian period, they were still speaking Aramaic. Only Hebrew was spoke in the temple and in the what became known as the synagogue, the synagogue, which was originally called in Hebrew the house of assembly, Beit Knesset. Beit means house, B-E-T-H, like Bethlehem the house of bread. Beit Knesset means the house of assembly. Now the Knesset in modern day Israel is the house of assembly. The Knesset it's called. It would be like our Capitol building. And so I'm just giving you some background because this is very important because Hebrew was only spoken in the synagogue or in the temple environs or in the temple worship. It had to do with the language of worship, because the Jews on a daily basis spoke Aramaic, which was the language of the exile and the language uh, of the returnees that came back, those that came back and built the second temple. So prevalent was this, that it was spoken during the days of Jesus. And so the months of the year were changed as to what they were called. This is why in the New Testament we read of the month Nisan as the first month of the year. N-I-S-S-A-N, Nisan, like we would call the car a Nissan. Nisan is the first month of the year, but prior to the Babylonian captivity, that first month was called spring or Aviv because that's when it occurred. It was the first month of the year. So the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, Exodus chapter 12 in the land of Egypt saying, this month shall be your beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year. "'Speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying, "'On the tenth of this month every man shall take for himself a lamb "'according to the house of his father, a lamb for a household. "'And if a household is too small for the lamb, "'let him and his neighbor next to his house "'take according to the number of persons. "'According to each man's need you shall make your count for the lamb.'" So the 10th day of the month was the time for the choosing of the Lamb. Now, this was four days prior to Passover. The Passover was on the 14th day of the month. And so Jesus would have been crucified on Pesach, on Passover. That would have been on the 14th day of the month of Nisan. And the year that Jesus was crucified, that would have been on what we would have called a Thursday. And it was on the first day of the week that Jesus made his appearance and his arrival in Jerusalem from Bethany and Bethphag, which is on the backside of the Mount of Olives at the top of the Mount of Olives. And as Jesus made his entry, he made that on what we call Palm Sunday, which was the first day of the week, which was the 10th day of the month of Aviv or Nisan. Now, why is that important? Why did Jesus come to Jerusalem? Why were the people shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna, what we say, Hosanna? And why is it that all was said that was said? Because this was the day of the choosing of the lambs. This is when the Passover lamb was put up. You see, you took the best of all the flock the best of all of the offspring of all of the ewes. And you chose a lamb and you would keep it in your home and you would get familiar with it. You would build a relationship with it. The children would get to be fond of it. And then four days later you would slay it. You would kill it. You would slaughter it. You would cut its throat and bleed it. And that blood would be put on the doorpost and the lintel in the days of the Exodus. But this was the day for the sacrifice to be made for the Passover lamb that would serve as a substitute instead of the firstborn of all of Israel. And those Firstborn would be sacred to God, representing all of the people of God, the people of Israel. And so when Jesus went to enter into the temple on the 10th day of Nisan, on the 10th day of Abib, that is when he was making his way on this cult as he was going into the city of Jerusalem. He was presenting himself to the nation of Israel as the Lamb of God that would take away the sin of the world, as the Passover Lamb. Well, as you know, they rejected him. That's why he wept over the city, because he knew what was coming. Did he legitimately present himself to Israel? Yes, he did. But he was rejected, and he wept thinking about all that they would bring upon themselves. This is the same thing that is mentioned in the Passover Psalm, Psalm 118 and verse 25 and 26. Save now, Hosiana I pray, O Lord. O Lord, I pray, send now prosperity. And then it says, Baruch haba b'shem Adonai. Blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. Baruch, haba, Bashem adonai. Blessed, blessed is the one who comes in the name of Yahweh. And this was what they were looking for all through the years, down through the decades, down through the centuries. And when you come to the gospel of Matthew chapter 21, you have this thing being shouted out by the people. If you look in the passage of verse 9, you will see then the multitude who went before those who followed cried out, saying, "Hosanna to the son of David. Now that phrase, the son of David, is a kingly title. As a matter of fact, Jesus wore this title. He kept this title. What this meant was he was the king of the Jews. Now, again, I remind you that the gospel of Matthew is the gospel of the king and the gospel of the kingdom. When you read of the epitaph and the plaque that was put over Jesus' head on the cross upon which he died, Pontius Pilate even wrote, This is king of the Jews. And you remember the religious leaders of the Jewish nation said, no, don't, don't put on there, this is the king of the Jews, but he said he was the king of the Jews. Pontius Pilate, a secular and godly man said, what I've written, I've written, he is the king of the Jews. So here was Jesus coming, offering himself to the people of the nation that he loved. This is why. The quote in verses 4 and 5, Tell the daughter of Sion, Behold, your king is coming, lowly and sitting on a donkey, just as Isaiah the prophet and Zechariah the prophet prophesied of these days. And the scripture says that they put their clothes in front of that donkey, and they put palms before him. The palm branch is a sign of victory, a sign of overcoming, a sign of righteousness, all of these things it represents and more. You see, the righteous shall flourish as a palm tree. And over and over again in the scriptures, the palm tree is a symbol of righteousness. In history, it is a symbol of righteousness, victory, overcoming. And so they were laying these down. They were putting these down. They were casting them before the Lord. And uh, even the ancient coins of the Jews many times had on them palm branches showing victory. And so all of this was Jesus offering himself as the Lamb of God, as the Passover Lamb. Baruch haba Bashem Adonai, he said, you will not see me again. In other words, when Jesus comes again, the people will be saying, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. You are welcome in this place. Jesus said, when I hear that, I will come again. For on the way, this is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at tonycrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast.